Okay. Daryl. Nick. Scooter update. Oh, yes, please. Scooter update. I got an email from Flamingo Scooters. Because I left like a review. <laughs> can, can you give us, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about the tone and content of that, uh, of that review. All right. So on their app, I left a little bit of review on a ride I had that just said, slow like real drawn out uh-huh <laughs> yeah and um they wrote back and i haven't read it so i was thinking i could just like read it here on the air for the first time they say kia nick that means hello in maori said thanks for reaching out I'm really sorry to hear about the issue you had with our ride on the 14th. In instances where our scooters require a bit of a boost, they have speed modes uh-huh. that riders can adjust themselves. If you press the power button twice on the scooter underneath the display, and then the scooter speed mode will change. Oh! If there's a little white S on the display, you're in normal mode. If you change it to a red S, you're in speed mode. Especially helpful when going up inclines. But there is no S on the display. You are in slow mode. If you have any questions or concerns, please let me know. I hope your next experience with us is better. Damn. So are okay. They, are they telling you that you had an OS button all along and you just were not using it? <laughs> I just had no idea, man. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, well, update from the Scooter World. I'm going to have to re-review Flamingo Scooters right. and bring it back to the pod and see what, see what the deal is for next time. Yeah, get Get familiar with your boost button. I mean, I didn't know it was there. You didn't know it was there. But, like, you need no. to be going. You need to be accessing that upper echelon of speed. For sure. For sure. For sure. That's what we're <laughs> all about here on No One Looks at Tuna Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. And, Daryl, correct me if I'm wrong. We have a special guest in the studio today. Yeah? We certainly do. Uh, it's it's my pleasure to offer a warm, no one likes the tuna, welcome to my friend David Hunter from uh, from work. Hell yeah. Hey, guys. How's it going? Very happy to be uh, here part of the show. I am uh, can't say I'm an avid listener, but I have listened to a couple of the podcasts there. And big David, fan. let me tell you something. What's Nobody up? is an avid listener of okay. this podcast. Okay. Uh, well... Yeah. I'm hoping to become one of those first avid listeners. I'm, I'm very fond of some of the talking points you guys have during some of these podcasts, man. Now, David, were you? Are what do you do at Telon Industries? So at Telon Industries, um, I am. Well, my informal title, used vehicle swag advisor, but I'd, I'd say I'm a used vehicle <laughs> okay. sales advisor and recently been promoted to a lead of a East Coast here. So, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, Hot shit. Congratulations. So you're slinging used Teslas. That's what you do for a living. I'm slanging them things hard. You already know okay. how it goes. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, welcome to the pod, man. Thank you. Uh, Daryl Wong, uh, remind me, we watched Tokyo Drift this week, did we not? That's true. And how was your watch through? Um, you know, it was kind of normal. Uh, yeah. not, not outstanding, but I, I didn't totally hate myself at the end of it. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, what about it was seemed very uh, mediocre to you, sort of on the, on the keel? 
Um, I mean, I think so. I've been watching a lot of this. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dan Lieberman. He's the uh, original uh, yeah. car stunt dude. I'm watching a lot Craig of Craig Lieberman. Is his Craig name Lieberman? Craig Lieberman? Definitely Lieberman. It could be Craig. Yeah, but uh, it's it's as interesting as it is to watch his YouTube content. I unfortunately end up recognizing too many of the cars, and it just mm-hmm. becomes it becomes yeah. I enjoy it less actually now that I know that they keep reusing the cars over and over in all the movies because that's it's the cheapest kind of thing to do. A bummer. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, yeah, he's got good content. If people want to go subscribe, he's on YouTube, Craig Lieberman, mm-hmm. and he gets a he has advised and provided a bunch of cars for the series, and sort of goes into detail about decision making and style and all that kinds of shit. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, this was the first watch through I think I had in a while where it just hit me pretty hard how fucking bad an actor lucas black is <laughs> you know like sometimes i get past it i'm like i'm vibing on you lucas <laughs> like you're bad you know what i mean like <laughs> whatever let's do it yeah he's a god gene you know <laughs> he, he had to take he like he took he must have taken many uh yeah many takes on the sort of voiceover narration that cut between uh-huh. scenes which is very important for sort of setting the mood but uh i imagine that as many as he took if this was a final product imagine how bad the rest of the takes were yeah for sure david what do you how what are your general feelings about so Lucas Black, I guess. You know, or the movie. Yeah. So first off, uh, I'm I don't watch the movie. I, well, I don't watch the series that, that mm-hmm. frequently. The, how you guys do, but um, to my understanding, is is Lucas? Is this the only film of the of the series that they that they bring him in? He plays a very small. Oh, Daryl, what movie is it? Ooh, I'm thinking. Seven. Eight? Seven. Seven? Seven? Late movie. Seven. I seven. Think I, I think I saw Seven. Is Seven the one where um, Vin Diesel has that real weird moment at the end where he's like looking into a... Uh, at computer Paul Walker. Yeah, yes, at, at, com- yes. at Paul Walker's uh, brother's CGI face. That, that's correct. Yes. Why do I not yes. remember him being in there? Well, because he was in it for about ten seconds. Ah, okay. uh, he, They play a scene... That is supposed to take place right after the scene where Vin shows up at the end of this movie. Okay. So, like, Vin shows up at the end of this movie to race Lucas Black. Uh, and then the scene in Seven is them chatting post-race about Han. Okay. Yeah, for about ten seconds. To go back to your question, um, mm. his acting, it wasn't the worst thing. It wasn't the craziest oh. thing. I, I, okay. I kind of... it. He's in foreign territory, and I feel like uh, just him as a as a person being in uh, being in Tokyo is is I don't know. He's he's like he has that very kind of American uh, approach. I don't know. Some, he's got some like Southern accent. It, it, the thing that kind of confused me is that a lot of the people in the film have these like out there accents. I, I don't even remember the name of the girl who's like Nila is Nila. her name. She's mm-hmm. got like this Southern African accent. Huh? Okay, so that we I know where that is. I believe it's Australian. Oh. Okay, well, yes. yeah. 
you know, it was just kind of just like, wait, I thought you were here for since you were a kid. And it's like, you still have the accent. It's pretty interesting. Hmm, um, that is a, sort of a good point. I, well, here's a question about her accent specifically. Because at one point she speaks to Lucas Black's character about her mother is Australian mm-hmm. and came over or was on Australia. And oh. They came over when she was eight or something like that. When they're eating snacks from the vending machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you... Daryl, do you think she has an Australian accent in Japanese? Is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't... I, I, think, I think it definitely is possible, but yeah. I don't interact with enough Australian or Japanese people to be able to pick up that difference. To me, at right. least, like, uh, I remember when I initially watched the movies, I was just like, yeah, like, it's an exotic, like, not from around here sort of version. And, I mean, that's part of her character, though, is like, all right, like, why are you, yeah, why are you so beautiful? Why are you not a Japanese person? And mm-hmm. yeah. why, are, why are you here? Right. But she has it. Well, they in, both, they're yeah. supposed to reflect each other's foreignness, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're both strangers in a strange land, outsiders. Gaijin, if you will. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? And Lucas Black, my issue with Lucas Black is like, yes, you have this stranger in a strange land thing. Um, You have this outsider vibe. But unfortunately, that you took it a step too far in that you're a stranger in the strange land of acting itself (laughs) and sort of don't fit in with normal actors who know how to act. Okay. Yeah. You know? I get that vibe That's sort from of my him. my vibe on him. I get yeah. that vibe from him in almost every movie. I've seen there was this other movie I saw him in, and he's in this like horror. He's in this like horror movie, and it's real weird. Isn't he in Sling Blade? I don't know if that's the name of the movie. <laughs> he's in this. Mm. He's like, he's he's a mechanic for his dad, and oh. in the middle of nowhere, and I guess this plague hits civilization, and this old woman comes into the. She comes into the uh, establishment that they have, and um, the old woman just like crawls on the wall and turns into this like demon form. And he like he was hesitant to kill her. He had like a shotgun. He was gonna like shoot her away, and she was just the weirdest thing. But even so, still, it was the same character as in Tokyo Drift. Same cadence, hmm. same southern Bama accent. Bama boy, you know, he's yeah. a he's a Bama boy. Yeah. Twenty twenty six. What is his screen name? I always said it was, I always thought it was Bama Boy sixty nine, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> cannot I confirm don't think or deny. I don't think I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> speaking of Bama, are they in Bama in the beginning? Like they talk oh. about moving around a lot, and oh. Home Improvement doesn't sound like he has a. Nobody else sounds like they have a Bama accent. I'm guessing no. I'm guessing no on that yeah. one. I'm thinking originally. Where do you think they are? Texas. Hmm. I have a question about Kentucky. About where, where he's going to school? Is this is this a mechanic high school of some sort? <laughs> like he's, he's in he's in the shop and he's in class at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. And the kids are like yeah. painting that dude's stomach like it, they're bullying. I'm like, that's right. Is this a trade school or? Mm, I presume. Where are you from? 
I, if I may ask, if I, I may am, be so bold. Yes, I am from, I spent the first uh, 14 years of my life in uh, upstate New York and mm-hmm. uh, moved here about a decade ago. So I'm mm. a Brooklyn boy for a decade. Where upstate? Uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. Oh, I was just in Poughkeepsie for like 10 months, basically. <laughs> 10 Nine. months? No, eight, and you, eight months. And eight you months. survived. Yeah. I did, I survived and oh. thrived oh even. Oh God. You must have been yeah, bored, man. There's nothing to do. I was cool. I, yeah, there's nothing to do. I came to the city a lot. Yeah. It was okay. Hell yeah. We hung out. It was um, nice. I, here's, I think this is a common thing. In I mean, I don't have any proof or evidence of this, but I think in like high schools in Texas or California or like Florida, there is like shop class, you know? There's like there's like more trade oriented classes than just like math and sciences. I think there are like shop classes and like garage and like you you end up taking these classes as like vocation vocational prep, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I we think- had a prep a voc a vocational college that was like a post high school thing where you go and like learn HVAC shit. But um, I know we didn't have it in high school, but I think high schools do have this kind of thing. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, where I grew up, it was only, I remember touring around for high schools, and there was one high school called Lake Wilmerding that had like this sweet, yeah, a sweet uh, wood shop and a bunch of other cool extracurricular classes. But it was one of those like extremely premium high school experiences. But mm-hmm. I do actually think there is a vocational um, school in Williamsburg. Oh. Is that big one right by the tennis courts? Uh, like sort of like Greenpoint, like right off the Nassau stop. I know that because there's a bar I go to over there. Yeah. Spritzen House Bar. And I remember walking past this big ass school over there. And it's like mechanic school. Oh. Which is cool. I know Spritzen House. Yeah. I like that yeah, place. Yeah, little shout out to Spritzen House shout out on the to pod. House. Yeah. Um. Hey, question. Well, no, more of a question. More of a more of an observation. Twink. <laughs> I can't. Okay, so Twink says at one point when he's trying to when he meets uh, Lucas Black's character and he's trying to sell him Air Jordans. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, he says LeBron James couldn't get a couldn't get his hands on these. Mm-hmm. This movie was made in two thousand three. Has LeBron been in the league this that fucking long? What's that? Two thousand three or two thousand six? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Hmm. I don't know. He's, he's been in the league for a long time. Fourteen years. Yeah. He came straight out of high school. He did. Yeah. So. Oh, did he? Yeah. Eighteen. Right. He's been in the league for a while. Yeah. It's probably also a commentary. Like, early on in LeBron James' career, he was compared to Jordan. Like, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the, the high sort of, like, first-round draft pick, um, yeah, point guards, power forwards, whatever, like, are compared to Jordan. And he certainly was mm-hmm. one of those. And he wore the number 23. Mm-hmm. And whatever. Plays for Nike. So even he couldn't get them. Um, how did Bow Wow yeah, get them? I guess. How did he get them in Japan? You know how Bow Wow got them, though. It's because he was in the Like Mike movie. True. 
True. Very oh true. Oh my god. <laughs> Is there oh some correlation? Oh my god. Is <laughs> Bow Wow's character in this movie the same as in Like Mike? Is it like a universe? Is this a two universe crossover? Oh, I like that. I like that too. I mean, if I, I'm trying to remember sort of the end of Like Mike, where I presumably he gets to play in the NBA, and then I assume he his sneakers wear out, and then he no longer is good at basketball, and then has to move to Japan and go to regular school because the uh, level of embarrassment of uh, being in America is just way too much for him now. I don't recall one minute of like Mike <laughs> so I can't tell you if what you're saying is accurate or not um, yeah maybe he like had to go to a Japan league because he just like flunked out of the league mm-hmm. you know I have a question for you guys about the uh, yeah. about the beginning so there's a part in the beginning where um, Lucas is like uh, talking to the girl and um you know they have that whole little dispute with the boyfriend about the catalog and then he drives off like a g and so i guess he hits something uh he hits the car throws something at the car and then i noticed when the object falls um i was gauging the tire tread there's not a lot of appreciation for tire tread in this movie by the no. way but or in the world yes i so i Except in the, my cousin vinny i saw the tire tread and there was no tread it was completely bald and my i talked to my friend pierre about this and i'm just like he was like i think that's the term that they use it's called balding and i'm like well i you know it brought up a whole bo- a whole bunch of questions in my head it, so with there being a lack therefore of of tire tread does that help with the performance of drifting because also in the later oh. end of the film he asks um twinkie he's like hey, I need a new set. And he's like, this is your third set today. And it's like, well, does the grip help with drifting? Or what do you guys think? I don't know. I, I think there is a difference between... Okay, so first of all, there's a difference between a bald tire and a slick tire. Mm. I concur. Uh, a slick tire is a tire that is scientifically engineered to have like a minimal tread surface but like perform well on like flat asphalt basically right yeah uh, so that's yeah so that's what they would use in formula one for example where you have a very um yeah manicured asphalt surface and you can maximize the amount of grip you have by doing that but also um slicks are used for drag racing because uh, similar, right? You're only driving straight, so therefore you don't mm-hmm. need tread in order to corner and grip yeah. as much. I think, yeah. I think Lucas Black's, um, yeah, like his, his, yeah, the car that he drives. I don't know what it is in the beginning. He, he seems like a drag racer, yeah, from what I can tell. And he'd also does, uh, yeah, if he's living in Texas or wherever warm place he is, um, he doesn't usually have to deal with inclement weather therefore Mm. like a winter tread tire is not necessary for his yeah i think he's racing slicks i think he's got slicks on his uh on his car yeah interesting um as as far as drift which is a real thing yeah. yeah as far as drift tires not totally sure okay yeah do we see any i mean we see 
when he's learning to drift, we he's like, Twink, I'm going to grab another set. <laughs> whoa, 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 man, this is the third set today. So, um, I don't, I don't remember. I know there's like piles of tires at that like dock also, mm-hmm. but I can't remember if they're treaded or not treaded. My guess is that they're Toyo tires. Mm-hmm. With mine some too. Tre- with some tread. Yes, mine too. Have we noticed any other tread mark in the rest of the movie? That was. I think that was the only. That was sh- it for you. Dave, that was huh? the only shot that I really got a good look at the tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're you know they're going pretty fast, man. Uh, speaking of going fast, do you guys want to zoom right into some shoutouts? <laughs> Let's do it. Hell yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, Daryl, do you want to do you want to lead us off? Sure, sure. So. Um, Coming off of the Christmas holiday, I often find myself with a, a surplus of gift cards. And this year, I had a couple from Target and Amazon that I made a very, yeah, I made a nice purchase of. And this is oh. a, yeah, yeah, I made a nice purchase. And um, this is sort of like the um, the slick tire of your kitchen, which is your nonstick pan. Mm. And, oh, yeah. Oh, man. I bought, some, I bought some real nice non-stick cookware and i've only gotten to use them a couple times here but the difference between like your worn out non-stick sort of omelet plant omelet pan and a brand new i got an eight inch i got a 10 inch and i got a 12 inch like pasta one oh, and which we're going to use Do you want to tell the people how much the eight all together the 10 8 and 12 cost you it's like 80 bucks oh that's a pretty good deal pretty good in and my I got a, in I got my a, imo yeah and I got a lid for the 12 inch too, but mm. these guys very nice. I've had a, I've, it's been a pleasure cooking on these nonstick, um, Cathlon sort of pans for the past couple of days. And I got some baking sheets. I'm looking forward to it. I got a lot. It's yeah, we're dead in winter over here. And like, I got a lot of, uh, got a lot of cooking coming up. So we got some good stuff. I'm very satisfied with my purchase so far. Uh, David, do you own any nonstick? Um, I do own a nonstick. I don't do a mm-hmm. whole lot of cooking, but mm-hmm. I am a I am a fan of a good omelet, and um, I will tell you that nonstick it just creates a very very uh, nonsticky surface. <laughs> nonsticky surface, but it, it creates a, an amazing texture for the omelet with it with it cooking on a nonstick. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Are we? Can I ask a question about nonstick? Are we all still worried about the Teflon cancer? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, I'm not worried about that. I prefer okay. uh, I prefer perfect omelets over Teflon or over uh, cancer danger. Yeah, me too. I think I err on the side of omelets mm-hmm. than I do worrying about cancer. Certainly, but I think there was a thing like when it gets scratched, it's bad. Because like the flakes of Teflon themselves are carcinogenic, but if you're just cooking on it as a hot surface, it's fine. Question on Teflon: What else mm. is made of Teflon? Bulletproof vests. Oh. Bullet, bulletproof vests. Are, yes, I believe so. Are bullets and guns made of Teflon? Mm. No. no, no. 
So Teflon, oh, I guess I don't know what it is. I think it's plaster. I think it's a plastic material. Why does Rick Ross call himself the Teflon Don? Because he wears bulletproof vests. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. But so. it's it's a it's a fabric. Nice, it's a yeah. It's a strengthening uh, material. So if you weave it into like bulletproof vest stuff, yeah. it creates a surface that sort of absorbs the impact of bullets as they're oh, getting yeah. shot at you at high velocity. They also put Teflon in. I know this because they put them in like bicycle tires and stuff. Okay. If you mix it with a rubber, for example, then it creates a more durable surface that is, um, like, puncture resistant. Hell yeah. Your street cred uh, points went up by two, by the way. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I had no clue. Um, I own I own a nonstick. Do you do what I do with the gift cards? When you get gift cards for Christmas, if it's like a physical store gift card, like uh, a, a Walmart or something. Mm-hmm. And not that anybody really gives me Walmart gift cards, but like I try to condense gift cards into Amazon. So like if it's a Walmart gift card, I'll go buy an Amazon gift card at Walmart and just oh. load everything onto Amazon. <laughs> I didn't know they let you do that. No. I think I think they might. So I've got a I've got a very sophisticated system of um, gift card bartering that happens uh, mm-hmm. with my family. So whichever ones we don't use, we just trade to each other. And I, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I end up collecting uh, Amazon and Target, and then if I have to, I'll keep a Starbucks card around, and that usually sort of sets my whole year's worth of Starbucks consumption. You know, I've never been to a Target. What? That's a true fact. Wow. Damn. Yeah, anyway. Have you been to Walmart? Yeah, definitely. So I've been to a lot more Walmarts than I have. Or a lot more Targets than I have Walmarts. Because I grew up in an mm. area that like didn't really have Walmart. So, in terms of... I just never went to a Target and then now it's a thing. And now I can't go because it's a thing. Hmm. Target's always been a thing. I always knew Target existed and it's where I went to go buy school supplies. I just meant like my never having gone is now uh, a thing. Uh, and thus I must maintain that, you know, as a fact of my life. To throw out at parties. Yeah. That's okay. You don't yeah. need to go to Target anymore. All you need is Amazon. So. Yeah. You need get If somebody gave me an Amazon, a Target gift card, I would. <laughs> well, I would think differently about them, first of all. But uh-huh. second of all, I would try to exchange it somehow for, for an Amazon gift card. I could just. Um, just imagine you going up to Target and just being like, "Hey, man, uh, weird request. I'm not going in there, but you know, I'm gonna need you." Yeah, to, I'm like uh, standing outside the Target, being like, hey, kid. "Are you gonna be paying <laughs> with cash? Are you gonna be paying with cash today?" <laughs> David, what do you want to shout out to this week? Um, I wasn't prepared, but um, remind me of this hand soap you have in the bathroom. Oh, this is um. Mrs. Myers. Myers hand soap. So Oh Myers hand soap has revolutionary revo- revolutionized the way that I've washed my hands. Um, okay. You know, it, it used to just be a guy. You thing. scrub differently? Yeah, I do. I, mm-hmm. I'd say that, you know, my lather technique has improved. Um, and you know, I take a lot more pride getting between, you know, some of the crevices on my hands. You know, it's a guy thing. Wash your hands, slap some soap, some water. 
slap some soap, uh, get some water, and, um, you know, just handle it. But, you know, the soap, it smells so good. I've never picked up one of them, and I've smelled it. It does smell like, good. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to buy yeah. all of them, and they last so long. Daryl, what flavor do you have in your bathroom? Lavender? We might have to double check. I think it might be geranium. Oh, geranium! Let me grab that. Yeah, yes. go cop that. Let's take geranium. Geranium. Yeah, let's go. Let's go for a fact checker over here. All right. While the fact check is happening, I'm gonna give my I'm shout out. out. Um, what do you got, David? I just brought it from the bathroom. Honeysuckle. Ooh, that's nice. gonna be the next flavor. Oh. <laughs> honeysuckle. <laughs> <laughs> are those are those those little flowers that like you can pluck off and you suck the back of them and they're like taste like honey i've never i have no idea what a honeysuckle that's is. what it is really there, is we, there was a honeysuckle plant at the house next door who's <laughs> sucking all a those bush, honeys maybe i was <laughs> sucking them all day bro. i was <laughs> they kept yelling at me because I was plucking all the flowers off. They're like, "Stop I'm sucking all my honey!" Look at it. <laughs> yeah, quit, <laughs> quit, sir, 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 <laughs> sir. You're gonna have to refrain from sucking on these flowers before we call the police. <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, I would suck them all. So, um, <laughs> all right. Shout out to honeysuckle. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Shout out. Honeys- if you see a honeysuckle plant, fucking pick one of those motherfuckers and give it a good suck on the back. <laughs> Facts. Um, all right, I want to shout out this week. I got a sort of. I got a both. I'm trying to be more positive. So last week I did an anti, and this week I'm gonna do a like a. A pro and anti both at the same time. I would and maybe also. Maybe we can move. I would like to add an anti after you're done. Oh, nice. interesting. Yes. You can go now. Okay. What do you want to anti shout out to? Uh, anti shout out to Apple. Um, oh. And uh, Daryl's former place of employment. Daryl's former place of employment. Listen, I'm I'm all Apple. I'm Apple to the core. Like I won't even Ooh. stream. I won't even stream music nice unless pun. it's Apple Music. I, you know, this is my thing, and I even have the Apple Card. I'm a full Apple enthusiast. Got you got one of those fucking credit cards? <laughs> Hell yeah, I got one of those credit cards. <laughs> Shits are fucking sweet. Titanium. Shit is swaggy. Sick. Nah, but um. Swick. Apple. Apple has really done a disservice with this whole dongle situation and oh no dongs <laughs> i don't like the dongle i had yeah. a dongle and i have i mean they give you one complimentary when you get the new phone and it's great and you know it's like oh thank you for thinking of yeah, but you've made this inconvenience i used to be able to charge my phone and listen to music at the same time dude your anti shout out is from like 2011 14, my man. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know I, mean? I, have, like, I feel like as a nation, we had this conversation. Well, well listen, here's, here's where I'm getting off. Here's where I'm getting off. And, and I, didn't, I didn't finish, but my dongle, my prior dongle broke at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. I got a mm-hmm. new complimentary dongle from Apple. Nice. And this Very broke nice. just by falling. Just by falling. Interesting. 
The cord broke. The little dongle cord. Well, the cord didn't break. Everything was still intact, but when I plugged it back into my phone, there was no connectivity. Hmm. I just think that these dongles, they need to be stronger. And um, I'm not... Yeah. Strengthen those dongs. Strengthen those dongs. Strengthen those dongs up. I use one only for my aux in my car. But other than that, I'm I'm fully lightning headphone capable. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, you know, compromising... Yeah, just bite the bull. Compromising sound quality is not always fun for me. Compromising sound quality is almost everything I live for. Hmm. It's all I want is to compromise my sound quality. (laughs) By the way, the Apple credit card is the racing slick of credit cards, for sure. (laughs) Can you expand on that? Oh, it's just like, you know... It's like the highest end you can get. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. I feel like a like a PIMP when I pull it out at dinner sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes Crazy. I slap it on it's the It's a table. conversation piece. Hell yeah. It's got um, a recoil. So I got to shout out. I want to shout out to Cats, first of all. Not the musical, which I uh-huh. did see. FYI. Ooh. Um, Cats, the animal. Ooh. They're okay. Yucky. I yeah, okay. I thought so for a good long time in my life also. And then I was away in fucking Poughkeepsie, New York for eight months. And oh, my uh, lovely girlfriend, Ellie, bought a cat. Wow. Um, yeah. And then uh, I came home and I had a cat. You know what I mean? And like, it's not terrible, to be honest with you. It goes outside most of the day. And doesn't really bother me. And then I feed it once in a while. And that's about it. And then at nighttime, it just like loafs around the house. I feel like cats are pretty low maintenance. It's extremely low maintenance, which is what I like. I don't even have to clean up its shit like I mm, do with the yeah. dog, you know? It poops outside. It's incredible. Um, but this does is coupled with an anti-shadow because I was sort of like <laughs> too vibing on this cat. And um, so Ellie got a call from the SPCA, which is where she got the, the cat we have. And they were like, well, we have all these kittens that need, like, looking after because they all have, like, uh, like swine flu or something. Ooh. You know? Wow. Ooh. Cats can get They're swine They're all sick. Flu? Well, oh. not swine flu, but it's no, like, okay. you know, it's kettle cough. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, bad crap. Turns out kittens are fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, this stupid thing runs around the house, makes a bunch of ass noise all night. It shits so big everywhere and smells <laughs> terrible. Oh god. It's it can't settle down. So like you just want it to like be in your lap, like chilling. Like hey, what's up? Let's watch some TV or something. This cat, it just, like, claws into your legs and your body if it's on top of you and, like, can't settle. This thing is horrible, man. It's like a furry needle that's walking around that happens to shit. Yeah, that happens to lay nasty dumps everywhere. What is the, like, how long does it normally take for a cat to um, potty train itself? I don't know, but I'm not gonna find out yeah the sick one's going back hmm. apparently you just need to like nurse it till it's not sick anymore and then uh they take it back and adopt it out to someplace else so. mm-hmm. wow yeah 
Go cats. Don't get a kitten. Yeah, cats Everybody. cool. Kittens terrible. Terrible. Fuck that. Um. <laughs> hey, speaking of Fast and Furious stuff, I did you know the Rock's dad died yesterday? Oh my god. god. Yeah. Damn. Her bummer. Name was Rocky Johnson. I didn't know anything about this guy. I was reading his Wikipedia yesterday. Mm-hmm. His name was Rocky Johnson, which is why The Rock is called The Rock. Damn. He was also a pro wrestler. I think I knew that part. I knew that too, yeah. Alright, well. I knew that like the Samoan there's a bunch of like pro wrestling contingent in Samoa, but I didn't know uh I didn't know his dad specifically was a uh, pro wrestler of Samoan origin. Also, mm-hmm. did he did he pass b- uh, by na- by natural causes? I mean, he was old. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he died. Got I'll it. Try to find out. But yeah, um, yeah, he's like seventy five. Seems like he's had a nice, good, long life. Rest in so uh, R.I.P. You know what I mean. I just want to give give that out to uh, the Rock. You know, condolences. I hope um, hope you're doing okay in this time. Mm-hmm. Should we do a quick moment of silence? Not great audio. Gonna be honest with you. <laughs> not <laughs> not great audio. <laughs> um, yeah, we can. All right, ready? Let's do like a quick five seconds. Yo, R.I.P. Rocky Johnson. R.I.P. Hey, Daryl. So, Han dies in this movie, right? Yes. I think I found an issue here. Burst in flames. So I'm going to go through a little bit of a, like, story here. Han stole from the Yakuza. Blatantly. He admits it, and the Yakuza admit it also, right? Mm-hmm. So he didn't steal from DK. He is in DK's uncle's, which I don't know his name, Uncle Kamada? Is that mm-hmm. it? Yeah. That's it, yeah. Uh, he's in his territory, so he is supposed to pay him a cut of whatever Han is doing that's criminal. Yes? Yes. He owes so, Yamada. What do we think Han's doing this criminal? We don't know, right? That's outside of the DKS sphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, we have very little information. I think that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when he adopts whatever uh, Lucas Black, he says you're in what is it, shipping or imports or something? Yeah, it sounds like he's moving stuff around. Why don't we say cars? He's importing and like car parts and cars. Okay, so he's stealing from the y- Yakuza. He's not paying them their cut. Like, here's my thing. Like, yeah, they're gonna kill him, mm. right? It's it's weird that the movie puts it as like DK is like a baby and embarrassed in front of his uncle, and that's why he like is out to kill Han. And I'm a little bit ignoring the Shaw actually killing him reveal from seven because Mm -hmm. i'm just living in the world of this movie for right now it's weird that that like that's what it is if i was the uncle i'd be like let me send my like just hitman to do it you know Mm -hmm. 
It almost it almost makes it seem like um, that interaction where DK is confronting Han about it is the pain mm-hmm. that he has there is not that he was embarrassed, but rather it should be like, hey, we're friends. I trusted you, and now you're going to die. And that makes me upset. Right. Honestly, like watching the movie, you know, everyone tries to kind of say that DK isn't about that life, but he's very much so about that life. In in a lot of circumstances in the movie, the gangster life. He's yeah. He takes more mm-hmm. initiative than Kamada. I'd say. Right. I mean, he's right. definitely Kamada's probably doing things through the back end, but DK was shooting at Han while recklessly driving, and of course drifting at the same time. And I'm just saying, like, let's live in Kamada's shoes for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we? If think- I know, if I know this person who I have no kinship for and don't even really know is stealing from me, right? Like, DK is sort of out of the picture. He's stealing from me. I'm going to take a clinical sort of route here and not send my, like, emotional, erratic nephew, but send my, like, collected Yakuza hitman and just, like, go kill him. Hell yeah. Do I wouldn't, think- like, lecture DK to deal with the problem. Do we get a sense at any point that uh, Yamada sees DK as a role model for, or sees Han as a role model for DK and recognizes right off the bat that Han has more business sense and is generally like better at doing crime shit and is, you know, like, yeah, DK is his his nephew and he's around and he's a family Mm. and therefore has Mm. to give him status, but he's okay with Han being around because he's a better criminal, you know? And that's I why he doesn't get an instant get death that picture sentence. as the audience member. We get that picture. Mm-hmm. But does Yamada ever get that picture? Does Yamada interact with Han at all in this movie? Negative. No, no they don't. Yeah. Negative. Never in a scene together. So that's sort of what I'm saying. Is like hmm. We're given this story about it. That's presented to us as the, and that like is constructed to make rational sense to us as the audience member viewing this narrative, but in reality, like it fall, from Yamada the Yakuza mobster's perspective, it all falls apart. Mm-hmm. From our perspective as sympathetic moviegoers, it makes sense. He's toast. You know what I mean? But like, if I stole from Yamada, he'd fucking just kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That that storyline sort of makes more sense than the Shaw storyline, right? Of like he actually was killed by Shaw, and do we know why Shaw was wor- who Shaw was working for at that point? Was it Cipher ultimately? Do we mm. even remember? It seems like he was working for himself, right? He was there for vengeance, right? Shaw, whatever. He was uh, taking out the family because they right. hurt his brother. Right, working for nobody okay. except himself and his blood. Um, and then the other thing that doesn't make sense to me at the end of the movie, this is unrelated. Um, Twink has a line that says he's talking about Vin Diesel. He wants to race the new DK. And then he said, he says something like hurdy has been beating everybody around Asia too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In seven. Doesn't. 
we hear Han is dead, and then he goes to Tokyo to like collect his body, essentially. That isn't the purpose of Vin's trip to Tokyo, like a one-track thing. Like, has he been just like touring around Asia for weeks? Hmm. I think. think this is a continuity error. I think this is our one piece of hard evidence of the the screenwriters trying to retcon this story so that it fit in with seven or mm. six and seven and could take place in like 2017 or whatever. And this is our one piece of hard evidence of they couldn't get rid of it. Hmm. I'm trying to think about seven and like the mm-hmm. lead the lead up to him going to Tokyo and I forgot what the scene right before it was. Me too. Yeah. We'll have to look out for it. We'll see. David. What's up, my man? You got anything else about this movie you want to talk about? Um, I think it's filled with nostalgia. Very much so brings me back to a time where I love teriyaki boys and Pharrell produced music and Oh, I didn't know that. I um I was like I I was peeping game on some of the fashion on some of the Asian girls. Some of those skirts mm-hmm. are just really thin. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? oh, that like, is a trend. I would say is, like that's not a trend that's Tokyo specific in these movies. I'd say it's mm-hmm. it's um the series itself has a habit of um Showing butts, exactly. just showing a lot of butts, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, yeah. I was just like, I don't think if this type of uh, racing community was a was a thing, I'm pretty sure that they have them out there. But I can't imagine that people would be making out and just like not wearing barely anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of out there. Yeah, I loved it. Like the invite, I would love to be at a party like that. Yeah, I don't think I would be into it. Basically, (laughs) it seems like stressful and socially difficult. Basically, I don't don't know if I'd be up for it. It's a high stakes environment, and I and I. It's a high stakes party. Yeah, like this. Which I'm zero percent into. (laughs) High stakes party. You know, Daryl, you ever been to a high stakes party? Hmm. It doesn't spring to mind immediately, but I would definitely yeah. hang out in that parking lot for sure. It sounds like fun. I mean, yeah, maybe if you're just like there with your crew and like don't own a car and just like want to hang out and listen to music and talk to people and watch racing. Yeah. That sounds your, pretty good to me. Yeah. Bring your low resolution cell phone and that sounds good that sounds like a place I'd yeah. hang out on the weekend I, I have an observation that I had saw and I don't know if this is true and maybe you guys can prove it but mm-hmm. the and I don't know the name of the car but the, the car that was raced in the beginning of the movie with uh, Jock Boy uh, the red um, uh, convertible I think it was oh yeah. that's a, a Viper Viper yeah so when Twinkie is getting his car for the first time and you're seeing all the it's cars, Twink Twink, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, Twink gets his car from the rotation. Yeah. I thought I saw that car. The Hulk hands. 
No, oh, the interesting. Rec, I thought I had saw it, and then no. I'm just like, it, it couldn't be possible, right? Because they're, it really feels like I don't know if they're in Japan, <laughs> you know, but it really feels like it's the same car, and it, I just wanted I brought this up because you guys had mentioned the thing about the guy who's been um, outsourced for supplying the vehicles. I didn't know if it was a thing where he was like moving them cross country for mm. them here. Mm. Sorry, I wanted to burst that one. Not the same car. The okay. red car oh. that you see the back of, Lotus Elise. Okay, nice. It's much smaller, smaller profile car. The other one was like a, yeah, it's a Porsche GT3, yeah. and then I think another Porsche, and then this Lotus, and then the Hulk car. I tried to match the plates. They didn't match. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'm going to leave you with a couple questions in a row, okay. Daryl. Oh, okay. Or, or David, either one. How so, Neela rocks up to the high-stakes party, and she says, um, she's like complaining to her technicians. She's like, it's still not right for the way I drive. <laughs> That's <And> pretty good. <laughs> she, she, okay, so... My question is, how does she drive? What is her problem with the throttle response? And how would a V8 solve it? You got any answers for this? Well, they do they do the drifting her and her and Lucas on that like sentimental road with all the other cars. Mm-hmm. She looked like she yeah, was a mountain pass. She yeah. looked like she could drive. She looked like she was handling it. And and a little side comment. I Person, her car, the design of it, I thought, and the colorway too, like that gradient, that blue on black gradient, mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. that was fire. yeah, looks good. She had like yeah. one of the best looking cars, but um, don't know about the V8. And what was the first question? Just like how What's does she? Dri- She's like, it's not right for the way I drive. Oh yeah, I don't know how you drive. What's wrong with the? I just throttle? feel like they could have yeah. given us a little bit more. You know what I mean? I think they're saying, like, yeah, throttle response is like, all right, when you step on the pedal, you want it to go. And she, and then, like, adding a V8 means, yo, add more power. Hell yeah. Hit more power. Yeah. When you step on it, there's more go. So she drives. She seems like she drives a little bit um, heavy-footed, which I, I suppose in the, uh, in the drift community is sort of not... Uh, not a positive thing. Lucas follows right. up when he goes over to her and he says, so you guys drive with these little toys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's him coming from like an American muscle car. It definitely is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so drift is, all, drift is all about sort of making your car, tuning your car such that you can do this yeah. advanced sort of drift maneuver. And yeah. it's not about power. It's about a different type of, a different type of balance. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of balance, you can... Um, Balance out your life by finding us on Twitter at Nolt Podcast. Uh, we post to Instagram sometimes at No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. Uh, we have an email, No One Likes the Tuna Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, Patreon. We have a Patreon. If you want to throw us a buck or two, that'd be cool. You know? Uh, Patreon.com slash No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. And last but not least, um, the. Apple podcast reviews are weirdly like they are just this thing that are so helpful for podcasts. 
And we love doing this show. We love this show so much. So if you could like, if you haven't done it, if you just like take five minutes and drop us a review, it actually matters like about getting more reviews in a short amount of time. Anyway, just go do it if you hear this. Um, it'd be really cool. You can give us a bad review. I don't really give a shit. Uh, I'm um, going to steal this from another podcast that I heard recently, but oh, any, nice. anything you guys ask us in the iTunes review, we'll absolutely yeah. answer it. And like 100%. 100%. If you got a question, you don't want to use any of our other channels, rate us, ask a question through iTunes. We got you all the way. We got you all the way on that one, for sure. Uh, David, would you like to um, plug anything? Um, tune into this podcast, or I'm I'm going to smack you. Okay, you got a Twitter or whatever you want people to follow. Oh, oh, you mean like my uh my own personal? Yeah, your own shit, man. Uh, get that brand out there. Follow me on only only sweet babes though. Follow me on uh IG at at ny dot one. All right, boom. Uh, and and okay. What was it? At what? At NY period one. Okay. Yeah, follow that up. Uh, Daryl, I will, um, we'll chill next week. We'll chat there. Later.